Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast brought to you by Connectivity's Activity Kits. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, along with PAX Tifa Snow. And Tifa, in Canada, there's a a new public service announcement running on TV saying um, up to 60% of persons living with dementia will get lost or disoriented as the condition progresses. I don't know where they come up with their stats, but uh, the PSA also suggests that uh, things to do, such as call the police, uh, and they've created some silver and what do they call them, gray alerts in some areas. So what are some things that we can sort of, as as care partners, program into our brains? What can we do? So what you heard in the PSA in Canada is basically a well-documented known phenomena where part of the brain that is the memory center, learning remember center is also the wayfinding center. So as that section called the hippocampus starts to deteriorate, uh, oh, it's also you're keeping up with the passage of time kind of center. So as your brain is starting to have issues and it's starting to deteriorate, a very common phenomena is you get turned around in place or you get turned around in time or a combination thereof. So I'm trying to realize it's 10. Oh, I'm supposed to be at a meeting. Well, the meeting I'm supposed to be at was 50 years ago when I was working at Alzheimer's Association in North Carolina. And I had a meeting with a group. And the reality is I got lost trying to find the meeting. Let's just say it's a, it was a real event. I got lost trying to find the event, uh, the meeting, and I got, I was really embarrassed. I was really late. It, it took forever. And it wasn't that hard to find once I figured it out, but I put the wrong information into the locating device that I was using. And I kept turning the wrong way. So what happened with my dementia then is where do you think I think I should be going? Where am I heading, do you think? Well, you could be heading home. Mm -hmm. Or I could be heading to that meeting. Could be heading to the meeting. From 25 years ago. The problem is I'm in Hillsborough, not Raleigh. And Well, I I can see that being a problem. (laughs) And so I'm out and what that's called, I'm getting lost. And I don't understand how I got so lost because it's not too far. See, this is what happened the last meeting I had with this group. And I'm actually having trouble. So now, how would you locate me if you didn't realize you weren't around when I was getting confused about my life and you didn't know where I was? I just wasn't at the house where you would have expected me to be. What do you think would happen to your brain when I wasn't where you thought I was going to be? Well, I, I'd probably panic a little bit, you know, panic. because... And so what would you try to do? Well, uh, what would be your well, first thought? My first thought would be to sort of drive around the neighborhood and look for you. Like I'm looking uh, for a lost child or a lost dog or a lost... So jump in the car and see if you can car. find me somewhere. Solve the problem. Um, yeah, no, I'm not anywhere around that you can find. And then that gets to be that, oh, crap moment because... <laughs> yeah, that, oh, crap. Yeah. And so let's say, you know, you call my cell phone. Because mm-hmm. you think you see that, you know, you're thinking, okay, well, I'll call herself and maybe that maybe she's where did she go? Did she stop by and visit somebody? Maybe. And maybe you did that first. So I answer the cell phone. I go, hello. Hello. Is that you, Tipa? Where are you? 
oh, I'm going to the meeting. I'm a little turned around. Do you know which way I turn? What I meeting are you going street? to? There's no the meeting. The one today. with the facility where I have to do the program. Well, Atifa, you retired about three years ago. Come on. You think it's going to go so, in the ditch? Yeah, just a little bit. So this idea that um, in over 60% of cases at some point during my progression into my dementia, I'm either going to forget how, which way I was going or where I was going or which way I turn here or which way I turn to get back home, or I get turned around in my life and I'm looking to go home because my husband's there and I need to fix dinner or I need to get to work or, you know, all these things can happen. And so one of our challenges is how do we create a support structure that helps people recognize how high that risk is and to pre-think, okay, so if you have somebody who has a dementia, over 50%, even if it was 50, over 50% of times, at some point, somebody's going to get out and get lost. And they're going to be going somewhere. And it may not even be where they think they're, I mean, it could be really turned around. So, so I have to ask, though, because yeah. is this because of something, a phenomenon that I've heard you mention in, in a previous podcast, what do you call it, time traveling or something? Like, I, I think I'm here, but I'm not there. I'm somewhere else. Right. And it's because your hippocampillary, that learning and memory and wayfinding and time awareness center is breaking down. And so I literally get turned around in where I am, but also where I'm going and when I'm going and who I'm looking for. But I know I used to go outside and get on a bus. Right. And so I get on the bus, but oh my gosh, it wasn't the right bus because I'm not even in the same house I was in. Um, and so it gets really complicated, let alone if you tick me off. Okay, let's say we have an argument and I'm done. I'm tired of this. I'm, I'm going out for a walk. How well do you think my brain is working in that moment? If I'm Not really upset? very well. Yeah. yeah. Anger is always such a great motivator to, yeah. to walk. Yeah. Or you say, okay, well, after we finish dinner, it's time for your shower. And I mm. hate taking a shower. So I'm going to wait till you're busy. And guess what I'm going to do? Gonzo Alonzo. Yeah. And so these kind of things can happen for a variety of reasons. And actually later in the disease, it can just simply happen because I find a door and go out of it. Um, so we call it wandering or elopement or escaping. The problem is it's complicated. So if we're going to reduce risk, the first is to recognize, boy, I hope we have a system for the human being that either tracks the human being or could uh, be used to locate the human being, or maybe they have some markings or some like a bracelet or a necklace on that or a piece of jewelry or something that if somebody found them, they would have some information. So we, some people use medic alert, some people use a, a system that, you know, has a identifying bracelet that you can turn out and show people. Some people carry cards because they know they tend to get lost. But the other part is really looking at security and safety systems and noticing that somebody's leaving an area. Um, where they usually would be, or having somebody monitoring just to make sure that somebody is where they should be, because we make assumptions about um, how this thing will progress, and we could be wrong. What if I get dehydrated? So in, in addition to my dementia, I have a little delirium. So what we know is these alert systems are for recovery after loss. <laughs> 
And what I'm really committed to is how can we reduce the risk of somebody wanting to leave, leaving with us unaware, leaving and us not realizing that they're doing some time traveling or place traveling or we're not meeting their needs here. So as soon as somebody starts saying to me, I want to go home and they are home, my brain should go, oh, we've just entered a new a new risk pattern here. And it could be from morning to afternoon to evening, or it could be over time. It's starting to happen more. Um, I need to look at security measures to buy myself a little time to buy you some safety because that I want to go home and me trying to help. That's a warning sign right there that our worlds are not meshing quite like they should. And we we really do need to start thinking of our knowledge and skill and are we there or do we need help to get there because we're, we're in risk category now. So does this happen to everybody who gets dementia? Or do we have to worry about all of them? We need to worry about people who historically have been flight. When we have fear, when we have distress, we've been more seekers or um, flighters. You know, people who want to fight, they'll fight, they'll argue with you, which I'm not sure is an advantage. But if after a fight, people take off, I mean, we look at life patterns, but we also want to look at for most people living with dementia, if they aren't satisfied, just like human beings, if they're not satisfied whether they have dementia or not, they're looking for somewhere else, someone else, something else to do. So a big piece is anyone who's not satisfied is a risk, is at risk for wandering elopement or leaving. Because I think we've all had some minor experience with that. You've gotten into an elevator and somebody else punches the floor and you get off thinking you're getting off in the ladies' wear section. All of a sudden you're in the mechanic section. Oh, my worst is in hotels, Greg, where I get in, I'm on the top floor and we start down and I start out and I realize, oh, oops. 43 <laughs> more floors to go. Deepa, if people want more information on this, because it's such a complex subject and there are some uh, some aids that are available to people, uh, can they talk to somebody at uh, Positive Approach and, and get absolutely. some ideas, get some help? Yeah, absolutely. So we have consults, we have the 800 number, and we have info at. We also have done some webinars on this topic, and we have some TIPA clips on it because it is such a prevalent, risky situation for many people. We also have um, Know Me sort of like picture me, which is sort of a way of creating a snapshot sort of in what you could do pre any kind of event of having a recent picture, knowing old addresses, uh, having some even neck wipes that you keep in the freezer if you've had an experience with somebody getting out and getting gone. So that search and rescue has an advantage of assisting, not waiting to call until like multiple hours after. Um, really doing things pretty rapidly, but not panicking and then training everybody on how to do that. Tifa, yeah. thank you very much. You're welcome, Greg. Today's podcast is brought to you by Connectivities. Connectivities are monthly activity kits that provide opportunities to connect with your loved one living with dementia in meaningful ways. Created by experts in dementia care, each activity has been designed for and tested by people living with brain change. For more information, go to connectivities.us.